Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. June McDoom grew up in suburban Florida in a Jamaican family. She grew up with a lot of music, a lot of reggae to be specific, but later on she discovered the sounds of 60s and 70s folk and began writing songs in that vein. Her debut EP, simply called June McDoom, surrounds those songs with touches of psychedelia and arrangements that, in their own homespun way, seem to echo another sound of the 60s, Phil Spector's so-called Wall of Sound. Today, June and her band have brought an interesting mix of instruments to our studio, and they're going to start us off with her song called By June. Oh, yeah. 
That's June McDoom and her song called By June, which you will find on her debut EP in a slightly different version from what we just heard here in the studio with uh, June singing and playing the guitar, uh, David Zito on electric guitar, Sammy Weisberg playing the upright bass, Kana Miyamoto playing the flute, and Sergio Tabanico playing the organ. June, in introducing you, I found myself referencing the 60s a lot. So, appropriately, Sergio's organ is a vintage 60s machine, isn't it? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, how did you come to your love of the music of a, for you, bygone era? Um, kind of randomly, I guess. I, the first time I, I started listening to folk music specifically in high school, and I was watching, um, The Graduate. I just it was on Netflix, I think. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> and the, the movie Simon, that introduced many people to Simon and Garfunkel. Yes, so that happened to me. And then I started singing jazz. And so for a while, I was kind of doing the jazz thing. And then when I started writing these songs, I was just listening to a lot of music. And then I found Dionne Warwick. And then I just got pushed back into like a lot of old music so and then I found this organ online and I was like wow that's cool and now (laughs) it's a staple to the music it's great (laughs) so with Dionne Warwick you're into into that big 60s lavish orchestral kind of sound yeah um of course you're doing this you know in your own studio so Mm -hmm. you I mean the sound of the record is a kind of interesting mix of the, the DIY and the ambitious. Totally. <laughs> Super <laughs> DIY. <laughs> as soon as you, I, I was going to say drop the needle, because that's what it sounds, it almost yeah. sounds like a 78, you know? Wow, it's got yeah. like noise. <laughs> Lots of noise. You know, I don't really know why I'm so attracted to like noisy recordings. It's kind of a random thing because growing up, I my my dad like specifically listens to reggae music exclusively and so he always had that playing and he used to he wasn't really a dj back in the day but he grew up in new york in the 80s and he was in a crew of people that like built their own speakers my garage the house that i grew up in the garage was under my bedroom and my dad had like a massive speaker that he had built and he would just play music all the time so it would kind of like rumble my room so maybe like maybe that just like had a deep effect on me or something but also with older music like dion specifically her recordings are really lush and kind of fancy but on the other hand i really like a lot of old recordings that weren't recorded very well it's my i love it a lot yeah yeah. (laughs) it's probably the thing that the cool thing about it is that i love so many different genres and i've played a lot of genres not that many i've played jazz i guess and i really like folk (laughs) but um have you played reggae I that's my plan. I want to start introducing <laughs> that more. So the thing with reggae, how that kind of came about is that I didn't really think about that as a music that I personally played um up until I mean I still don't really write reggae music, but when I was finishing my EP actually, I stumbled across this Alton Ellis recording who um the father of rock steady yes yeah and i which is her- right before reggae yes like mid 60s exactly yeah 60s again yeah. and <laughs> <Yes>. um <laughs> and so i had heard that a lot growing up his music 
but that was towards the end of my EP. So I was like, oh, how can I add like <laughs> tiny elements of this? And it was also just like a big revelation for me because I never really imagined myself being so inspired by reggae music. Well, even before your EP came out, you did release a single called The City. big an influence did coming to New York City have on on your music? A huge, a huge impact because I, growing up in Florida, I didn't really have a community. I was kind of just solo making music. And I also never imagined I would be making, writing my own music because I came here for jazz school. And at the time I was really just a vocalist. I was just singing a lot. And so when I came here, I met basically all of these guys at the new school and I met Evan my partner who I make my music with mm. who is also normally with us but couldn't be here today um and we he played jazz guitar we both at the same time found a fascination for recording and so moving to New York was a huge you know it impacted me a lot because I was just around people who were you know doing cool weird things yeah. <laughs> and um you, you took the name June. Now we've already heard the song by June. So yeah. there's a uh, Was there a, did you have the rhyming scheme in mind, June McDoom, when you took that? Because McDoom's your real name, right? Yeah, McDoom. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't actually think about that really. <laughs> uh, the, so when I finished my EP, I was like, okay, I, I want to have a artist name that's separate from my own name. Right. And everyone I talked to was like, McDoom, you have to keep it. Like, it's such a cool name. It's very memorable. So yeah. I was like, okay. It's kind of dark, though. And I'm really, I really love nature. And I don't know why June reminded me of <laughs> nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, when when Stone After Stone came out, mm-hmm. um, on oh, the yeah. on the record, it has this kind of blooming quality, or at least to me, yeah. the arrangement which gave me the opportunity to write the headline, June McDoom's Bloomin' Tune oh, on, no. <laughs> on our I love on, on newsounds.org <laughs> on the weekly music roundup that week. Uh, and that's the song you're going to play for us now um, in a, again, an arrangement for this particular configuration of, of instruments, which is yes. a, a really interesting one. Let's, uh, let's hear the song, Stone After Stone, June McDoom is my guest. Oh 
After Stone is the name of that song from June McDoom and her band here in the studio. Uh, the EP, also called June McDoom, has a version of that song. And um, obviously, June, these songs are malleable. They can appear in lots of different guises. Mm-hmm. You're actually preparing another EP with still different arrangements of some of these songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the interesting thing about the first EP I put out is when I wrote the songs, I kind of thought of them in sort of this arrangement style. So when I started tracking the songs, I was like, I really want them to be super minimal, just guitar voice, like tapey sounding, nothing else. And then we were at home and we had like a couple pieces of gear and it wasn't sounding very well. So it wasn't sounding very good. So we just kind of started to stack more and more. Hmm. And then the EP became this whole different thing I never really imagined. And now I've wanted to just kind of delve back into the original idea of playing them 
kind of folk style. And I have, yeah, we've been working on that. Right. With strings. With strings, yeah. You know, when we first started talking about booking this session, we were talking about a string quartet. Yes, Um, we were. (laughs) So the EP will have strings. Yeah, so the EP, um, which is coming out in November and... Um, the first singles will be coming soon. I worked with Sammy Weisberg, who's here with us mm-hmm. now. Um, he's an amazing arranger, and I basically just told him, I want to do a kind of shoot-off EP with two of my songs and two folk songs that I really love. And I kind of just gave him the music, and he wrote these amazing arrangements that are really gorgeous. And we just tracked the strings, and then we took it to our space, Evan and I's space, ran it on tape, of course, and then just did some vocals. Well, one one of the, the folk songs that you're doing is uh, Emerald River Dance mm-hmm. by Judy Sill. And every beat reveals magic path, rays of light, where each seeker finds And there's already a version of that that you did, you and Evan. Is that in Prospect Park? that video yeah yeah so (laughs) yes it is in prospect park (laughs) yeah and i i've done a lot of shoots and my my album cover for the ep was in prospect park too which is crazy but um yeah i did i picked that song because that's just when anyone asks like what my favorite song is that's like always the song that comes to mind and i sing i've been singing that song at pretty much all of my shows for the past couple years now it's like the only song I really cover at shows because it's just such a beautifully written song. And Judy Sill, you know, was one of those figures of the very early 70s who was like totally obscure and when she died at a tragically young age no one even knew. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of those figures that now her music is being picked up by people again. Yeah. And, and uh, Black is the Color of My True Love's Hair, yeah. great old folk song. Yes. And in a bit of luxury casting, who are the other vocalists on that track? Yeah, so <laughs> um, definitely luxury. Um, so I, one of, one of the vocalists, is um, her name is Kate Davis. Mm-hmm. She was actually... Um, a, musician I saw when I was in high school online and I really looked up to her songwriting and we became friends while I was at new school and then Kate introduced me to Cecile, um, Cecile McLaurin Salvant and she's amazing obviously they're both incredible they both really inspire me and we were just hanging out at Cecile's house I think like a year ago and I wanted them to sing with one of my songs I'm super grateful to be singing with them because they're amazing. They're both incredible. Check out both of their music. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cecile did a session here like, I don't know, 11 or 12 years ago, and one of the videos is one of our most watched videos on the the New Sounds YouTube channel. Um, So that's coming out November 10th is is the the second EP, and it'll be called June McDoom with Strings. It'll just be called With Strings. Just With Strings. And then, yeah, June McDoom. Okay. All right, June's here with the band. Uh, you mentioned On My Way, so let's, uh, let's put the band back to work. 
and another live performance here in the studio. Again, this is one of June's own songs called On My Way.
On My Way is the name of the song. June McDoom and her band live here in the studio. And June, you were mentioning before studying jazz singing. Where did this this texture, this very soft, almost crooning kind of style develop for you? Um, I think, you know, I feel like my voice has changed so much since I first decided I wanted to be a singer, which was not very long ago. I I kind of started singing sort of late in life. Mm. Maybe I realized I could sing like middle school, I guess. <laughs> and my voice was super high pitched. So I feel like over time, just lots of, I started to sing with lots of air. <laughs> yeah. And now I have, it's very different than it was when I first started singing. So yeah, I think, I mean, studying jazz um, technically, helped my voice a lot and my ear a lot and I think it was nice because I feel like even when I started singing I've never been like a belt singer right. by, by any means and I never really you know I loved folk music I think you know I wanted to write folk songs and so yeah it's just keep it, you know it's been developing in an interesting way as yeah. I get older yeah <laughs> And the nylon string guitar, as opposed to the steel string that we associate with so many folk musicians yeah. of the 60s. Yeah, this is like sort of random. So my grandpa plays mento music, which is really old Jamaican folk music. Mid-century, yeah. yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's always played a nylon. And when I first started playing guitar in high school, he was like, you need a nylon guitar. <laughs> and I was like, no, I want a steel string. And then one day I just heard someone play it or I think you know I don't know maybe it was some folk recording or album and I think they were using a nylon guitar and I just really liked how it sounds sort of harp like mm -hmm. and I just love harp like everyone you know harp is amazing so and yeah and harp on the forthcoming EP right oh right and there is harp on the EP as well I totally forgot about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's harp on the EP but yeah I just really love the sound of a nylon so Okay. I got myself one one day. And well, uh, th there is a line uh, in your, your tune called Piano Song where you say, I love things they told me not to like. I love things they told me not to like. Has that happened to you? Any of these things that you've kind of found on your own, were they things you were expected not to like? I don't think anyone's ever, you know, said, you know, that's weird that you listen to that. But I've always sort of felt like, especially, you know, being black and listening to a lot of like old American folk music, I'm like, it's sort of strange for some reason. And I guess that line kind of references that because I feel like since I've been young, I've always just liked things that are kind of out of the ordinary. And it's, you know, as I get older, I like even more stuff out of the ordinary. <laughs> and so I just sometimes I feel like it's been cool, you know, f discovering that I am a musician and I write music because I feel like that's sort of like my main purpose is just exploring more in music and encouraging other people that maybe like things that are not typically, you know, associated with where they're from or who've they've been raised by or whatever right so that's yeah that, I'm, that's cool that you picked up that line because that's actually yeah a big part of why i'm doing all this 
Well, this is currently the EP called June McDoom and soon to be joined by the EP called With Strings out on November 10th. June, it's been a, a real pleasure having you in the band in. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We had a lovely time. I did yeah. too. It was great arrangements, <laughs> nice performances thank you. too. Thank and you. our engineer is Irene Trudell, our technical director. This session produced by Lauren Purcell Joyner and uh, videos shot by Joe Enright. Our video editor is Eric Weber. I'm John Schaefer. Keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. You can text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up right here on the website at newsounds.org. To see